spring forward at Banana Republic Factory with 50 to 70% off everything. Shop season favorites from colorful dresses to easy tops from $19.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Enjoy 50 to 70% off almost everything at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Shop tees from $6.99 and joggers from $24.99, plus extra 15% off online. Exclusions apply. Shop the sale through April 6th. Spring forward at Banana Republic Factory with 50 to 70% off everything. Shop season favorites from colorful dresses to easy tops from $19.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Enjoy 50 to 70% off almost everything at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Shop tees from $6.99 and joggers from $24.99, plus extra 15% off online. Exclusions apply. Shop the sale through April 6th. Welcome in to DC On Screen, episode 166. I'm your host, David C. Robertson, and this, my co-host, Jason Goss. Hey. Today we are going to be getting all up and super spoilery on Legends of Tomorrow 113 Leviathan. To recap, the team goes directly to 2166 to kill Savage as time has run out. Kendra recognizes the Egyptian bracelet she wore from her first death on the arm of one of Vandal's female officers who turns out to be Cassandra Savage, Vandal's daughter. The Mm. team joins local rebels, retrieves the bracelet, kidnaps Cassandra and... Turns her against her asshole dad, using footage that seems unlikely to exist from a previous episode, now reused as security footage. Rory and Kendra melt the bracelet down and coat Carter's mace so that it can be used to kill Savage. A giant robot attacks the rebel camp and the Waverider. Ray figures out how to grow his suit to fight the robot while the others go fight Savage. Kendra's mace works, but Kendra refuses to kill Savage as the latest Carter shows up brainwashed by Savage, and only Savage holds the key to his mind. Mm-hmm. So we leave the team aboard a damaged wave rider with Vandal in tow. I think the um, Legends of Tomorrow people were trying to help me out. Because I, I, you remember I, I told you I never have gotten to watch Pacific Rim? Uh-huh. I this do. is close, right? I mean... No. Go watch Pacific <laughs> Rim. It's so good. <laughs> I am. I'm gonna. As soon as this stuff ends... As soon as TV's finished this season. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, yes, thanks, Chris. But, yeah, no, you're not getting out of it this uh, that easy. Pacific Rim's amazing. I will. Um, when there's time. So, I'm just going to say what I think we're probably all thinking. Cassandra, she's totally hot, and Snart should totally get with her. Her and Snart, that's, I'm shipping them now. I don't want to... Um discourage you but that hadn't even crossed my mind oh but again the conversation we have every week i don't want anyone hooking up no i want them hooking up i want you to focus on killing savage <laughs> oh yeah you they make, totally you kill make savage. the goddamn love boat is what you want to make i want to i want to that no this other show no 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 i want them to break kendra and ray up because i'm sick of their shit i'm sick right. of kendra and her flip-flopping and like oh no now i've got carter back so now i, I can't I, I we gotta talk no logistics question you, on the on on the ending of this thing hmm? i have a logistics question on the ending of this thing though okay <clears throat> you got savage pretty much crippled like you you won you actually won this time and it's going to stick uh-huh all right well you've seen you you've seen carter and by the way that i was watching that one trooper fight her thinking why is that one guy suddenly a better fighter than oh okay uh-huh. So at least they answered that for me. But 
why not just go kill Car- like I know I know you don't want to do it, but why not just go hit Carter in the damn face with the mace? Mm-hmm. He'll reincarnate, right? Well, yeah. Does it just take time or? Well, will he reincarnate? I don't know. That was I really don't. I mean, I would think to do it properly uh, if she really wants to spend her like a, a solid lifetime with him, she would have to kill him and then somehow kill herself and then Vandal Savage directly after. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I think she would need some sort of mechanism. I don't know. Because if she kills Savage, it's done. There's no reincarnation. They haven't even really touched on that either. Like, they're all so surefire to kill Savage, but, I mean, that's the end of your immortality. Your immortality, so... Eh, traditionally, people get tired of being immortal. Traditionally, yeah. It's a, it's a common theme with the mortality stories. I did like that they mm-hmm. touched on, like, we're not always not lucky enough to die together. So it's... All, and mm-hmm. what is it, like 216 lifetimes or something, they said early on? And they've only been only, married in eight of them. Yeah, only eight times they've actually been... Makes sense. Yeah. I kind of wish we'd seen more of them, though. I'm getting and, tired of the 1940s, or yeah. whatever it was. What that flashback? With... 20s, whatever. <laughs> well, at least we've got them back think, in the future now, and you can you can bounce around from that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and generally, it okay, I mean, even with the logistics... I guess I can explain myself out of that. All right, even if you kill Carter, she has to be the one to kill Vandal, or the the magic doesn't work for whatever reason. Right. And she's got right. the proper device to do it now. Great, but um, apparently it has to be her. So she could kill Carter. He'd reincarnate as like a zero year old to mm-hmm. her late twenties, I guess. I don't know. Um, right. They wouldn't exactly have a lifetime together. No. But um, I, I mean, okay. So I guess that's why you can't do it. But still, the Carter brainwashing thing. Oh, BS, man. Just... Mm-hmm. I get so damn tired of brainwashing stories. It's actually my least favorite thing about the Marvel movies right now is that every time you see the Avengers, it's somebody's body's taken over by something else. It's the... Yeah, I guess they did do that again, didn't they? They did. They did. <laughs> and it's, it's very few times where I go, Aw, Whedon. And that was one of those times. I, and don't get me wrong. I know there's, there's, an, there's an Infinity Stone for that task exactly. I know that. But mm-hmm. just, I don't want to see it every damn third movie. Yep. There's a bunch of other stones, guys. So, uh, yeah, that's my trade-off, though. Like, get rid of uh, Kendra. Like, I think she should. That would be a great. That would be a great way to end it. Like, she does. She kills Carter and she kills herself. Yeah. Like she like she mortally wounds Savage so that he dies after her. She kills herself so that they can have one more shot. Mm-hmm. And and Savage dies. Yeah, I could deal with that. But, you know, she can't even kill Savage, so, you know. Needs of the mini, Kendra. <laughs> Sorry, let me let me say it like, uh, let me say your name like uh, Vandal would. I, um. <laughs> I don't think you nailed it, but I don't want you to try again. <laughs> I'll take he's that trade he's, he's in that brig, and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> He says her name differently, like, every time, and it's always so weird. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, 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 yeah. Get rid of, uh, get rid of Kendra, and uh, yeah, let's do Cassandra Savage. She seemed cool. Like I like her and Snart. Even if they're not like together, together, I think she'd be a lot of fun running around with Heatwave and Snart. They had really good chemistry, is what I'm saying. Right. Yeah, I can deal with it. I just, um, I just, I don't want any more of that. You got how many? Let's see. You've got three episodes left. Mm-hmm. Drop your romance storylines and finish this thing up, guys. Well, I mean, she stayed with the the rebels, so I doubt we'll see her again. Honestly, but yeah, fingers crossed. You're not. Love is in the air. <laughs> if I ever have the chance, you're never writing the show. <laughs> <So> <laughs> if I ever get the chance to veto it, I'll do it myself. 
Springtime for Vandal. Um, <laughs> oh, God. So one thing I liked is uh, Rip watched his family die countless times. Oh, oh. that was that was good. That was good. Yeah. That was uh, good. Yeah, really good. <laughs> I actually wrote, thanks for answering that question, show. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Ah, <laughs> um, uh, yeah. I'd been wondering. So I'm assuming that giant robot, the Leviathan, I'm assuming that was made with uh, Atom Tech. Yeah, it looked like it. Had a symbol, didn't it? Yeah. Had the symbol that he doesn't even have on his uniform in it. Yeah. I missed just going to have to overlook so... that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Can't have everything, Dave. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, of course, Martin wants to save the refugees. Of course he does. Yeah, because um, anytime he can just throw caution to the wind and see if time can handle a good plowing. Yeah. He does If they get out of this, I would put Vandal... I mean, I'd put Martin Stein right back on Earth and be like, you're not coming along for the next mission. You clearly do not understand what we're doing. But you don't understand. We have to save these people. No, you don't. Otherwise, we are as bad as the blah, blah, blah. No, you don't. And I feel like they, like, they, like, specifically put him out of commission... So that we couldn't ask why Firestorm wasn't helping anyone because they could not afford his they couldn't afford his uh, effects this week. I, I've actually assumed many times that they've been kind of picky and choosy about when they mm-hmm. when they pull him in just for that, just for that exact reason. <laughs> A line I liked though: "Your father sent a two hundred foot robot to level tents." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I could have used a little more conversion time with Vandal's daughter. Like, I would have liked to have met her, like, a couple episodes ago, maybe. Well, it. Have the only, you know, the only reason slower, I buy but... it, I swear, is because it's him. Because it's his, uh, because it's, uh, Snart's weird interrogation method. Well, it's not only Snart, but, I mean, she knows her dad's a dick. All she needed was that, you know, convenient, really well-recorded security footage. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't enjoyed that convenience either. It's one of those... TV things that I would just wish would stop happening. Yeah, I hate it everywhere. I'm like, just film it twice. You know you're gonna do this later, right? Yeah. Uh, giant Ray versus the giant robot. Loved it, except Fantastic. for the part where they were trying to fix. The, they were trying to figure out how to make it happen, which apparently um, they played a weird angle here. Like they acted like Jax didn't understand what was gonna happen or what was happening. Like he didn't understand the science behind it. But he's working on the suit mm, and. Yeah, uh, pretty much. And then Ray, you know, says something about how he'll look, turn his atoms inside out or some crap. Right. If it doesn't work or whatever. And he's like, well, I wasn't going to put it that way. I was just going to say die. But basically, yeah. <laughs> oh, so now you suddenly understand it. Other issue. <clears throat> so Jax is working on this thing that's going to make Ray grow. And all he's really doing is just like twisting a screwdriver over and over again. <laughs> Like, he's just got a screwdriver back yeah, there. Yeah, like that one this. That one made me laugh. He's back there doing very delicate. It was very Farnsworth, right? Mm-hmm. It totally was. I actually did think about Farnsworth. Yeah. But yeah, it was, uh, that was kind of bad. But he did make a, an awesome cheerleader. Jax? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, like how his, far we've fallen. Last like week, his, you uh, turned it into emotional, a deep emotional, uh... Uh, performance last week, and now you're back to just yelling, yeah, come on. Uh, it, it made it. a lot more sense. Here's the thing. I didn't mind it this week because he's watching a giant fucking robot fight. That's what I would sound yeah. like, too. Yeah! Yeah! Not even making real sounds <laughs> at some point. 
that fight looked great, and I love the no, speed. The, the they, speed, like throwing the speed down on it, wonderful. Uh huh. It should have been underplayed, man. It should like they should have come like they should have come back to Jacks, and he's just sitting there with a bo- with with a thing of popcorn, just eating Cheetos or something. So that's the thing is I I understand it. it would have actually been funny, but mm-hmm. it, that's, this is the one time where if Jacks hadn't been over the line, I would have thought bullshit. Robot fight. What are you doing, man? <laughs> what is wrong with you? Maybe, maybe. <laughs> it would have finally been unbelievable for him not to be like that. So, uh, yeah, our buddy Scott Madison brings this up often, and I, I, I keep forgetting to do it, so I'm going to do it here, because they mm-hmm. did it in this episode as well. Does Snart and Mick just have, like, non-lethal force stuns on their weapons? Because, like, they will shoot some people, and, like, they won't get burnt or frozen or anything. They just fly away from the gun blast. Yeah, I, I don't know. I really don't. I've been wondering about that myself. Um, and hell, when the, uh, Pilgrim was there, didn't their own blast get sent, like, back at them on occasion? I don't remember that. Maybe, probably. That sounds right. <laughs> that sounds illogical. Probably happened. But, they also incinerated her and turned her into ash, so... <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm assuming there's, like, a force, like, a stun situation instead of a full-on freeze. But I don't know. Whatever. I'm just saying it looks dumb. <laughs> you know what I hate about it, though, is I love their guns so damn much. I just kind of don't want to, um... It's almost like I don't want to admit that they don't always make sense. Because it's not like you could pick your shot. It's it's not like, oh, I just shot him in the leg. Well, yeah, you shot him in the leg with fire. I mean... <laughs> I'd do better be burning. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you incinerated his freaking leg. So, you, did you like this episode? Did you like it? Uh, I enjoyed it. Do you think it was better or worse than most of the others? About the same. It's really? about like every other episode of Legends for me, honestly. Um, there's There have been a couple of times where I was high on it and a couple of times I was a little low on it. But generally, really? I just kind of watch it. Mm-hmm. We're tired. God, we're tired. We're actually yawning. Um, I know. It's, <laughs> it's gotten bad. We, we've had I, a busy week, man. <laughs> I think I did that to you. But uh, they've been... Uh, let me put it this way. I know we can get on here and bitch about them, but I every t- every week when I sit down and watch it, I'm excited. Yeah. It, it's it's genuinely one of the things that like I look forward to at the end of the day. I've never caught myself going, sure. oh, man, I've got to watch Legends. It's never happened. I, it's happened to me a few times. 13, to be precise. <laughs> Sorry, no, 12. That's not true. 12. I was about to say, that first episode, you were up for it. I was way up for it in the first, yeah, but yeah, no, 12. 12 times. I'm gone. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of um it, it's not that it's not quite that dire but it's it, I'll say this it's 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 a it's a letdown from flash like cuz it's like flash and then it's like arrow and then it's well arrow we've said you have okay. to take a deep breath before you do arrow all right here's legends okay I don't know right, what I'm getting this. this week and I almost like prefer like I almost prefer to some degree being like okay I don't know what I'm getting uh, to legend on legends, like it could be really great or it could be really bad or just be media, whatever. Like, but then another part of me like really prefers like, okay, well it's gonna be arrow, it's gonna be a downer, right? <laughs> to uh, just not knowing. I don't know. So this is a top, it's a toss up between those two shows. I'm just like, man, I wish you were both better. I just uh, made more sense. There's about Look twenty percent of any given episode that I feel like doesn't make a whole hell of a lot of sense, or. Mm-hmm. Is just something I wasn't interested in at all. Mm-hmm. And 20s maybe even a high mark. Most of the episode, I, I'm just fascinated by, you know, having all these characters and 
um, you know the thing that I actually find a little it, the thing that is a little tedious for me is I find myself on the edge of my seat every time they talk about time travel thinking okay alright let's see if you break your rules because mm-hmm. they have such a, mm-hmm. a complicated system going on in that entire you know Berlantiverse that you, you've got to <laughs> I'm sitting there like mentally comparing notes with the Flash and all the other stuff just trying to figure out sure yeah, I you know I don't know I'm not very smart. It's just I, uh, it's it's just it's time travel rules. It's impossible not to be fascinated by how people try to write them. Absolutely, like I love time travel stories. Yeah, I'm just saying I'm not completely certain that I'd actually uh, catch it if they did screw it up. <laughs> I like that's the fun of it is like it, it's not you know this isn't a, a challenge of smarts or anything. It's just a. They're not trying to tell. They're not trying to give you a scientific lecture for the most part. It's a sci-fi thing. So their story works if their story works if their story works. Period. Mm-hmm. And I just enjoy like actually watching the story and seeing. But the um, what I always get out of this uh, is a couple of lines that are just fantastic. And mm-hmm. I, I think most every week, if he's been there, I've written down something that Mick said. And in this case, you'd risk dying for a bobble. It works with my outfit. <laughs> I enjoyed or, uh, Killer, Klepto, and Pyro. Bingo. <laughs> or, uh, no, and Snart's uh, convincing line, when it comes to crap fathers, there is no deep down. Mm-hmm. That was good. I like Snart so much. I shouldn't. I don't see why not. <laughs> Miller does a great, fine job with it. He does. It's just, you know, I thought he was a really bad actor until I heard him talk, and then I was like, oh. Oh, they hired him to play him. Oh, awesome. Okay, he actually does talk like that then. Okay, that's weird. Hey, Jimmy, thanks for having me on the show. Oh, gosh. (laughs) I really didn't think he was that bad of an actor. I thought it was just like, I just thought he had a very, like, cadenced and, like, I thought he was basically, like, walking. Or it's like, you know, Walken's not a great actor, but he's totally a great actor. (laughs) (laughs) You're not sure why, but damn it, he's compelling. Right, right, right. It's just I don't know what you are, but you're you're cool. I like you. You're you know, not good, but you're cool. I've wondered with uh, with legends if they have a similar problem because um you know I've I've watched the Futurama commentaries probably more times than any human should have. Um, but every one of their episodes has a commentary track if you get the DVDs. It's fucking wonderful. Um, mm-hmm. but something they used to talk about, the writers uh, talked about, was they love Scruffy. And Scruffy's, if anyone doesn't watch it, he's just this character that has a real long, deep down delivery, you know? And mm-hmm. they say they love Scruffy, because he's, he's great, but you can only use him for one-liners, because he just, he brings the pace of the show to a damn halt. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they've had the same problem with Snart, though. Like, well, I'd love to write a lot of dialogue for you, but that'd be 40 minutes of screen time, so, uh... <laughs> Well, the more dialogue they give him, the the more uh, one-liners. Or sorry, the more dialogue they give him, the more he like he gets through it at a quicker pace, and then he throws that one that one word at the end really long. Right. So it's like he he does pace it a bit. Yeah. Oh, and it was uh, I think it was Clemmer. I want to say did an an interview about legends. Forget where I'm. Mm -hmm. I I never have my sources straight, so you know, screw it. Um. One of the one of the internets has it somewhere. Um, I think Clemmer though was the one saying that about this season. Like he's really looking forward to next season now because you know the news is out and he can talk about it and they can really start game planning. But he didn't want to do. It's going to feel like a different show, all that kind of stuff. And I was kind of encouraged by something he said uh, that they've had a chance with season one to see what really worked well and what character dynamics they really loved and 
but that's just the way you say it in like that's just uh, coach speak is what the word I use. But um, uh-huh. for you saying, hey, some shit was wrong and some shit was right. We're going to focus on some of the stuff that was right and we're going to lose some of the stuff that we thought went bad. Okay, you're just phrasing it well. But hey, to me, all that meant was they're aware that there was some stuff that didn't work and they're going to focus on others. Right, and they all, like you say, that is just coach speak, and I feel like they do know that some of it didn't work, but they're going to be wrong about what didn't work. <laughs> I know, you take that chance. No, it's not even a chance. I know they're, they're going to be wrong about it. I know they are. Like, we're going to come back, and it's going to be the same damn show, because I've seen pretty much Arrow do the same shit for four years now. Arrow, but not Flash. And Kreisberg, the one that... Um... I admit I favor at this point because, A, he was really funny on Fat Man on Batman. Good interview. Go check it out. And, two, uh, he seems to be the one that has the most hands-on, uh, really, guidance over the Flash, the one that we uh, adore. Mm-hmm. So I, the way I've understood it, it somewhere, in, somewhere in this season, he started getting a little more hands-on with, hands-on with uh, Legends. Did he? I think so. I think, uh, I think that was part of an interview set that I'd seen. And if I remember, his name came up on the credits a little bit more. Mm. Um. And in any case, I think uh, there's not so much wrong with the damn show. I mean, the, for me personally, there wasn't. I mean, there's, I've had a great time. So there wasn't so much wrong with it that I think if they just don't reshuffle a couple of things, it's going to ruin it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm not particularly worried about it. I you know I, don't I mean know. it is it is rolling the dice when you change it. I know, but I have more faith. Well, I don't like I don't think that anything could really go wrong with them changing it at this point because I don't think it's a very good show. <laughs> I think it's a mediocre time travel show that doesn't know what it wants to do. <laughs> and I know I sound like a dick saying that, but it's the absolute truth. I think it's just, it. it's like at some point, like Martin is very smart. He is a very smart character. He should not be like every episode being like, we have to save all these people. <sighs> That's not our mission, Martin. It's not, but I'll let you do it anyway until you get hit by some shrapnel. Yeah. I, I, let me put it this way. The thing like, I'll agree on guys, is they shouldn't didn't go always... to a bar every episode and fight somebody or a whole bunch of people. Not every Stop episode. maiming people in the past. But Stop they damn maiming well should people go in fight the past. Somebody. <laughs> That's, yeah, that one's, a real, that one's a real problem. Well, the group is just going off to fight people for no reason. Well, at first, but you get a bunch of crooks bored. on the ship. They were bored, yeah. That, that actually makes uh, sense for the first few episodes for them to just be fighty for no damn good reason. <laughs> for some of them, not all of them. I mean... Well, yeah, but not all of them got in real fights. It was really just like the mix and the snarts and the canaries. And yeah. Well. They were the ones starting bar fights. You never saw Stein up in there trying to, <laughs> trying to talk up a girl and getting his ass beat. That never happened. No, it's just, you know, I don't know. Time to, time to lock your kids away, man. Time to lock your kids away, Rip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Just, oof. It's got, I think what they're going to learn from, though, is, yeah, there were some inconsistencies with, what they've done with the just the time aspect of it. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not. It, it, it's it's a big bulky thing they were trying to play with. So, and, and I, I also feel you, like man, somewhat, I, it's, it's not like, like a, it's almost bound to fail. There's so much you're playing with that you're you're probably going to screw something up. I almost don't blame them. Well, yeah, you're going to screw something up. You don't have to screw so much up because at this juncture, I kind of feel like well, to some degree, it's the Lucifer thing. It's like do something. So far, they've just gone to random times and just been like, well, we can't fight them here. Well, we kind of killed them here, but we didn't kill them because it wasn't with a weapon that we knew that we had to have the entire time. Like, well, we're just kind of trying to stop them. Oh, it didn't work. <laughs> What's been the point of this whole show? What has been the point? Well, that, that one we, um, yeah, that one we agreed on a couple of weeks ago, too, was especially when they went, 
it, Gideon had found them the perfect opportunity, so to speak. But it feels like they've been doing that most of the time. I think something they're going to learn from the next, uh, something I hope they do with this, is they made the entire point of the show, let's kill Vandal Savage. Mm-hmm. And it was, it's been a lot of fun to jump around in time, but they made it about doing a single thing. And that is actually kind of hard to do for, was it going to be 16 episodes this season? Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to do that while actually including the character, while doing all these other things. And it seems like they kind of, they bit off a little too much too early with it. Like, they, they shouldn't have mm-hmm. revealed that, I mean, they, they shouldn't have revealed that it has to be her or stuff like that. If they had pulled that back, you got a little more play, I think. But yeah, it. I hope what they learn from the season. I mean, even if it's not something to learn, like it. I just hope it's something they do. Next season, you don't make it about one guy. You make it about a thing, an entity, a group, a team, something. But something where you can be kind of knocking off something here and there, actually making progress. Because mm-hmm. right now they've literally made no progress. The time is exactly where it was um, when they started. Plus an HG Wells. Yeah, and you have that, and you have that, and. Unfortunately, you also have, like, the thing that you're aggravated with is, like, they've kind of made the show, like, to fill time. They've kind of made the show into, like, this, well, here's the reason that this romance works. And I'm like, I don't need that romance to work. I don't want it to work. You yeah. gave us two years of these characters together in this cheat code to make this <laughs> this work. And then you've done nothing but have her flip-flop on whether she wants to be with Ray. <laughs> and if they're going to be together, that's fine. Whatever. Be together. But I don't care. Like, make those stakes real for whenever they do fight, but uh, please stop flip-flopping. Ugh, just, yeah. And with this new Carter thing, that last flip-flop with the uh, past her, past old self in the West, that could have really not been there. I didn't mind that at all, though. I mean, I... I, I, I could see that point without this version of it, but now they've gone ahead and done it the third time. We're like, oh, Carter's back. Brainwashed, but back. Well, that second time really just seems like a whole lot now, doesn't it? Yeah, pretty much. And that was uh, that was just something I didn't... Uh, with a show, especially in an ensemble show, with this many working pieces, there are going to be times where like you get an episode about a character you really like and an episode that, uh, about a character you don't. Mm-hmm. It's kind of bound to happen, you know? Um, mm-hmm. There's going to be... And the thing is, it's always different. I, I mean... There's, it's it's, a, it's a, a an absolute guarantee that there's someone who feels exactly the opposite about me about everything, <laughs> every opinion I've got. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, though, like, you know, the hawk, the hawk thing, I don't care. I don't give one damn. So that's this is a disappointment for me, uh, disappointment for me a little bit going into the the end that we're going to be focusing on a brainwashed hawk. I don't care about that <laughs> bird, man. <laughs> I don't care about that bird, man. Just don't. <laughs> I don't care about their romance. I don't care about any of that. And, and I, you know, the funny thing is I'm not even worried about Ray. Ray is such a well-adjusted person. If she breaks up with him, I, I, like, he'll be down for like a week. Right. He'll be down for like a week. He'll be fine. Oh. Now, what I think, if, see, they, I don't know. I would love to prove you wrong in the whole, like, romance aspect because if it's, if it was done well it could just be so so good you know like buffy anything in the buffy universe is just really good yeah <laughs> yeah brings depth to the characters like i don't know like, I, I totally would i'd bring in snart's uh snart's daughter or not snart's daughter um savage's daughter get it with snart have mick be a little jealous and weird like she's turning him good she's kind of forced you know convincing snart to be a little better than he normally is Mick is a little jealous. Like, actually, get down to the into the the depths of these characters and, and play with them and showcase how that dynamic would work. Yeah, 
And of course, because, you know, we I, I'm a Whedon fan, so you'd have to kill somebody. <laughs> uh, you can't just have love and be good. It, some There has to be a cost. No, it's it's... So that's how that works. <laughs> See, every, every I'm not t- just for some every CW time you guy looking a... for ro- romance. I want to kill people. <laughs> well, the in good TV, the you have like a balancing system where if you're watching it, there's I'm going to call them happy tears, uh, where you're watching it uh-huh. and you've you've you know you stuff actually heading down your cheek. You're so happy for these characters. At a certain, I don't know what the number is, but at a certain number of happy teardrops, someone must die. Mm-hmm. That's the equation, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I. You have, you know, characters pine for each other for five years, and then uh, as soon as they get together, like two weeks later, you kill them. You kill one right. of them. That's what you do. That's, cause... Well, that's the Whedon method, though. He likes to punish his viewers for enjoying things. Mm-hmm. I believe he referred to it uh, once as giving giving the audience what they need, not what they want. Yeah, and what they need is a reason to come back and give his show's ratings. So That's a low blow, man. <laughs> it's true. It's better for all you know, of us. Most we, of it, we keep watching. You know who most of his shows have been canceled for not having good ratings? <laughs> I know. We're not saying the methodology is flawless. We're just saying it makes good shows. Yeah, I don't care about ratings. I don't care about good show. Right. Gotta have a little of both. That's, That's why we don't get endings to shows we like, man. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and I've, uh, I've literally heard you say this sentence many, many times. Oh, man, this show's great. It's never going to fucking last. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've heard you say that enough ways that that's probably verbatim on at least one occasion. Probably somewhere along the line. That's just pretty, pretty true though. And the opposite too. Like sometimes you watch it and go, "This show is just absolutely terrible. It'll be here forever." Hello, Lucifer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it is? Do we just like bad TV? Is that is that who we are? <clears throat> no. I mean, are we just on the other end of this? We're using the wrong pronoun or the, the wrong at uh, descriptors? No, no. I think we've seen so much TV in general that the only TV that interests us is the eclectic, eclectic television series. Uh, I can speak. <laughs> the stuff that yeah. fucks with the formula? Uh, yeah. I, I mean, well, we've pretty much moved on from from uh, episodic television. We don't like that. We want a story if we're going to watch something. But that's where, like... That's a bit of a numbers game, too. I've just watched so much formulaic TV that I'm kind of bored with it now. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's where everyone was going. Like, you look at something like The Walking Dead, uh, you look at Lost, um, like, the, like, how big those shows have gotten, Game of Thrones. Yeah, well, yeah, like, when you start looking at, like, serialized television, Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, um, it's what cable television has really started doing well, uh, over the years. A lot of things on Netflix. last few years. Just... Yeah, very serialized, just lob it up there, like, here's you a season, you know, a season out of go. Um, I think that's what people are, 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 are more, are steering more toward those, these days. It's um, not to say that things that are serialized aren't successful. I mean, Lucifer's got 10.5 million people watching on a weekly basis. Yeah, um, and we're helping. I, still, I don't know. And we're helping. I, I think there's, there's plenty of room for the serialized <laughs> procedural BS, but... Uh, what did I say? No, I, I think that was actually the end of it. I think you got to the end of that thought. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I kind of phased out of my own thought here. Um, I think, you know, procedurals, though. There, there's a market for it. There's a market for serialized. There's a market for procedural. And uh, yeah. we have our own opinion on which one is good and which one isn't. So I think that's where it falls. But, you know, I, it pains me to say it, but I think one of the things that... Um, one of the one of the things that I, one of the reasons I haven't really glommed onto any of the like relationships in this show is because I feel like 
there like it's a season one we shouldn't have even been dealing with romance bullshit except for the car the carters and they shouldn't have even been like i love you or i love him or i love her or any of that shit until like at least season two like maybe he could have been like we're supposed to be together she'd been like, okay but yeah uh, i gotta i gotta admit i probably would care more if there had been more leading up to it like that yeah i, I hate mean, if- i hate the will they won't they stuff but they try to cram like, in. They try to cram her in from being to Cisco to Carter to Ray in one season. Yeah, and now back to yeah. Carter. I, I don't. I don't care. You haven't given me enough to latch onto emotionally, writers. I'm sorry. I mean, all right, the Cisco thing. Fine, fine. I mean, it was quick, quick and dirty. Yeah, yeah. Um, Not I mean, reason for Cisco was over anyway, it like but... ten seconds after she was gone. Yeah. Again, another well-adjusted dude. Yeah, he's so, got a golden glider. He'll be fine, and he's even flipping with her like, ah, she'll be back. Um. He's all right. If they had done this with Kendra instead, like screw the Ray thing completely. I mean, maybe give him a couple of little hints at uh, give him a, a couple of moments where they've they get along a little too well. Fine, okay. Mm-hmm. Bu- you build your your structure. You give me something to look forward to. Um, then yeah, if we'd been dealing with this more in like season two, if I'd been able to watch, hey, maybe they're getting along a little too well. And on, on the, uh, as far as Kendra and Carter, they could be doing the same thing they did right now. With him mm-hmm. coming back at the end of the season, and I think I would care more because it's not part of a three-way now. Mm-hmm. It's it's another triangle deal to to deal with. I don't want to do it. Um, and it wouldn't like I wouldn't have minded really. I mean, if Kendra was just dealing with his death the whole time. I mean, I know she just knew this guy for a second, but she's always going through their memories together. That works for me. She's it's just the entire season she'd be. Re- like remembering another time they they found each other and then mourning it over and over again and it, you know don't give me too much time with her doing the same exact process but I would buy it <laughs> right it would build up to this and it wouldn't have the triangle aspect and then you can mm-hmm. get to Ray next season yeah yeah that would be my compromise that would I mean yeah you'd you'd have me on board yeah like uh, you know while she's uh, doing all this with Carter you uh, you do like a sub storyline where like Ray is you know building AI or something mm-hmm. and like a robot that looks like Kendra. Mm-hmm. And uh, then she, he secretly starts sleeping with it, and then you know, season two she'll find out, or maybe even the cliffhanger, season one like she finds out like he built a sex doll of me, and Ray's got to deal with some stuff because he's clearly <laughs> your sick. solution. Your solution is to make Ray the creepiest person <laughs> in the Berlantiverse. I think they've already done that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we may not no. have a compromise after all, Dave. I'm, I'm just kidding. I was just kidding about <laughs> all of that. <laughs> I just thought, how could I make Ray the creepiest person ever? I think you found it. I think you found a way. Yeah. 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 I mean, it was a it was a wild and really inadvisable goal for you to take on, but you did achieve it. I know. I know. (laughs) No, I I, of course I don't want that to happen. Um, But yeah, I feel like yeah, like the Flash. Like at this point, like I'd be okay with he and I with, with like Barry and Iris getting together at this point. You know. Like I've every show has 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 moved kind of slowly on the relationships to some degree where they're like, look, here's what we're going. Here's, you know, we're if the characters work, the chemistry works. We might put them together if the story permits. Here is it just feels shoehorned, wildly shoehorned. Yeah, but whatever. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I think that's all I've got, man. Yeah, I think we've kicked the tires on this one for a while. Put her down. All right. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening to DC on Screen. You can find every episode on DCOnScreen.com. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, on Stitcher, or wherever the hell else podcasts are caught. Check out the other awesome shows on the Giant Size Team Up Network. 
johnsasteamupnetwork.com. Sorry, johnsasteamup.com. Um, <laughs> <laughs> check out the other awesome, awesome shows over there, uh, including our sister show, the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast, hosted by Matt Carroll and Jeff Randall. Our next episode, uh, we'll probably be getting into some weekly news. And a lot of stuff is dropping, guys. I don't know. Some, there's some stuff going on. Seems Getting like there's there. some. Seems like there's some stuff rattling around. Some 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 shits about to happen. I'll say uh, in the DCEU uh, behind the scenes. Depending on who you ask, either the clouds are rolling back or rolling in. So uh, yeah, we'll get into some of that. Probably you'll you'll get that episode on Tuesday. Until then, keep some DC on your screen. Ladies and gentlemen, today's opponents on Man vs. Train. At the crossing, we have Rick, a 175-pound frustrated man who's running late for work. And on the tracks, we have Bull, a million-pound freight train that takes a mile to stop. Let's see who comes out on top. You can't beat a train, so don't try. Stop. Trains can't. Paid for by NHTSA. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico's. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.